As luck would have it, I'm doing an interview coming up here with Randy Calabrese, and this is an interview that I really wanted to do it right. Unfortunately, we had a malfunction in one of the microphones when we were sitting at Daily Eats in Soho in uh, Tampa. So you're going to get a little bit of staggering background, but here's the thing. This guy knows his business. If you're looking for employment in his areas of expertise especially, you need to pay attention. And so with that, here is episode 99. How do you like that? 99 for Connecting Dots. Let's go. Daily Eats, South Howard, Tampa, Florida. First time you've ever been here. First time I've ever been here? Yeah, right. Yeah. Anyways, like I was saying, this is a place in Wisconsin. It really reminds me of uh, a little dive I used to eat at periodically. It's just, I just loved it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I used to come here quite a bit when I lived in the area. So, um, you know, I'm no stranger to this place. The gal was saying a few minutes ago, somebody came in here and said that, um, you know, it's kind of quiet right now. And they, she yeah. said, oh, yeah, no, not, not during the weekends. It's standing out there. Yeah, yeah, weekends, it's crazy. This is the first time I've ever been here, I think, at like a 3 or 4 p.m. on a <laughs> weekday. <laughs> but it makes, see, see, I yeah. always pick good times. It's like, nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick and tired of crowds. Well, anyways. Um, I'm sitting here with Randy, and his last name is Calabrese, but doesn't have a Z in it, so but we're going to call it Calabrese. Calabrese. Everyone always says Calabrese. Calabrese. We'll just call you Wendy. <laughs> I'll call you Wendy. So anyways, Randy and I met a, several months ago, and we've been talking and sharing a few things, and, and you do something that's completely illegal. What is the illegal thing you do? I mean, you're, you're in the import-export business? <laughs> yes, I... I uh, <laughs> I am in the human um, <laughs> trafficking yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you and Epstein are going to get in trouble? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nope. So, so you actually are in the world of uh, recruiting. I'm recruiting. an agency recruiter. Um, so, you know, we work as a third party with corporations to help them recruit local talent. Um, my company, the Bolton Group, uh, is headquartered in Atlanta, but we've got uh, multiple offices on the eastern part of the U.S. So. Uh, we do recruit nationwide. So when it comes to recruiting, why should I just do it on my own? First, first question, right? Yeah. I well, break, break the egg. We're um, we basically act as a, an added resource uh, for companies who are looking to hire for positions that either don't have time to fill or may have a special niche, um, and they need an extra resource to maybe find some people that they don't have access to. Uh, to look for um, you know kind of what differentiates us from corporate recruiters as well as uh, they may have 20 positions and they may just post the position online and hope 100 of resumes come in and go through those resumes um, which takes a lot of time and really what agency recruiters do is we actively recruit we go out we we take the job descriptions and then search for those people that are directly correlate with what the company wants in the position. So uh, we could definitely save some time, um, narrow down the candidate pool, and uh, also uh, expand the reach uh, for corporations that maybe uh, don't use some of the tools we use to, to find some of these people. So the words headhunter come to mind. I'm assuming there's going to be some similarity to that, but it's different. Yeah. So, you know, the term headhunter, I always get a little... I don't know how it was 
formally used in the past, but when I think of that, I think of somebody looking for a job, reaching out to a recruiter and saying, hey, I'm on the job market, can you help me find something? Uh, you know, certainly we can do that. Certainly that happens quite a bit, um, but it's always easier for us to help that person if we have a position open that directly correlates to their, to their skill set. Um, it's much harder to market a candidate and have high levels of success unless they come from a specialty background. Um, for instance, in my field, if we find any big four accounting and finance person, you know, so a big four staff auditor with a CPA, um, we can definitely market that person at a higher level to more companies just because that's what corporations tend to look for. Uh, when they staff an accounting team or a finance team. So it's like anything else. I mean, you know your business. You know who you're looking for. You yeah. you can summarize somebody pretty quickly. You mm -hmm. know what the BS is. You know what's going on. Yeah. We, we were down at um, Yeoman's mm -hmm. I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, and um, we had a, a girl that came up. We, Like I <laughs> always say, Paul never met a stranger. <laughs> like my, my son always says. So we started chatting with her. Do you remember her background by chance? Yeah, she was an engineering. She was an engineering student uh, looking to get into, uh, I don't know if it was mechanical engineering or electrical engineering, one of those two. There's no jobs in that area at all, <laughs> is there? <laughs> it's growing, growing like crazy. I think yeah, you said it was so. just give me a call as soon as you're ready to go. And Yeah, yeah, it's people like that that have um, some type of specialty, like if she wanted to go into artificial intelligence learning or something like that, um, you know, there are certain companies we can, we can target. Uh, we have some clients who look for that stuff now, um, mainly companies who are uh, integrating new software into their manufacturing facilities uh, and, and trying to make sure that the machines run correctly with the software um, that they need. If that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I mean, I know that from what we do, there's, you know, one of the things that we have literally been working on trying to get certain programs to work and integrate. And we literally have every once in a while, we just step back and say, we'll just do it ourselves. And that's one of the delays we keep having because you, you just got to have, you just have to have skill sets on, 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 on your team. And when you go out to find people, a lot of times people just, I'll be blown with you. A lot of people, there's a lot of talk. Yeah. When it comes right down to figuring a problem out and breaking code down into its its raw form, it's, it's hard. So yeah, people are good. I can see that uh, everybody's looking for them. And yeah, it uh, helps if they know the software or you know whatever equipment you're currently using to have experience or a background using that that specific tool that you need to update. And most of the times when we recruit for those types of positions. Um, we're not going to look for people that may not have it, that specific skill set. It might so, be a requirement. So in terms of specializing, yeah. you, you do specialize. We do. Our company specializes uh, in accounting and finance recruiting. I would say probably 85 to 90 percent of what we do is in the accounting and finance fields. Okay. Yeah. Now, We've been together at a couple of these network events, and there's all different kinds of people who recruit. I mean, mm -hmm. I've met folks that all they do is medical. Other people, is this it's not really recruiting, but they do call centers. We've met a couple of guys like that. Sure. Um, 
besides accounting and finance, and when you say finance, I'm assuming it's more in the area of uh, high finance, leverage buyouts. Um, well, you tell me in the area of finance, what exactly? Because finance for me is a really big world. Yeah, so yeah, kind of, of course, it it's, a, it's a very broad term. Uh, you know, it could be anything from a financial analyst to a, a major corporation, um, you know, that needs to do budgeting and forecasting, or it can be someone in the world of banking, you know, banking finance or, um, you know, what you do, investment financing and, and things like that. Uh, it really just kind of anything that's kind of got to do with the money aspect, um, you know, accounting, finance, doing analytics building, uh, you know, financial modeling, doing that kind of stuff. So it, it really the titles can, can vary just as much as the term finance in general. So. so one of the things we've used in the past at our firm for low level, obviously really low level things. And um, I can tell you going forward, there's no way I'm going to hire anyone on my own. I, just, I don't have time for that nonsense. <laughs> I think everybody makes that mistake at least once or twice. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, more I mean, yeah. For, for smaller companies, it's definitely beneficial uh, in terms of the time because obviously the, the person who has the uh, decision-making capability, their time can be better spent um, in terms of looking for candidates to interview. Their time can be put back into the business on more important matters where that's kind of what we you know, really help with is getting you the top three or five people, uh, you know, so they're already entering the interview stage and you can focus on what, what you need to. So when it comes to hiring, I mean, to be really blunt with you, you know, one of the nice things about having a temp agency is you get to try somebody out for a while. Sure. You know, in, out, in, out. Had a period where it was a lot of in and out, in and out, in and out. In fact, I threatened to put a revolving door on the side of the office building just for all the ding-dongs that kept coming in. Unbelievable. Anyways, with that being said, so let's say I want somebody that I want to bring in for um, for uh, a high-end finance position. Mm -hmm. How does that work? What kind of... Um, yeah, you can do what we call temp to perm or a contract scenario uh, if you want to do more of a trial basis position um, or What's you most just common? need some, some part-time. Uh, we generally just say temp to perm because most of the clients we work with uh, have the capability to bring someone on after you know a couple months time uh, and make them permanent employees. Uh, it's somewhat rare will they say hey we just have a contract that's three or six months long um, you may see that in some cases if someone's on maternity leave or if you have a specialized position for an IT project or something like that they may be on for 12 18 months okay. 24 months but um, yeah the most common thing we probably see uh, is what we is a three-month temp to perm style position so uh, some companies that we work with may want some uh, AR or AP, accounts payable or accounts receivable style people um, to try out for three months, see if they fit in the role, and then they can bring them on uh, permanently. And then uh, at that time, they would get the, the company's benefits and, and become kind of a direct hire. Well, in the years that you've been doing this, especially yeah. in the area of accounting, yeah, I, 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 I'm going to assume that there is with software and hardware the old-fashioned grunt with the uh, 
green visor. I mean, it's just not exactly, uh, you know, Hiram's not exactly doing the number crunching on his own. I mean, a lot of machines are doing it. So I, I would imagine yeah. the, the face of the modern accountant has changed some. It has. Um, you know, you see a lot of companies using third-party accountants in, in different countries. You also see a lot of companies focusing on um, some sort of, I don't want to say artificial intelligence, but um, uh, automation of certain processes. Um, Excel certainly has a lot of functionality where you can build macros and things like that and, and do some of these things with a click of a button. But at some point you need somebody to continue to look over the numbers, make sure they make sense. Um, I think it's a long way off until a system's created that can do the actual accounting on its own. Um, so the way that look for one company can be completely different from, from another company. And then, um, you know, outside of the, the, the corporate functions of accounting and finance, you, you do need CPA still and, yeah. and people to do the personal accounting. So I, I don't see... I don't see the accounting and finance people going away anytime soon. Certainly, maybe the number of folks will change or the, the somewhat, um, what some of the responsibilities are will certainly be well, I get more a kick high out level. Of, yeah, I get a kick out of the fact yeah. that a lot of small companies that used to have an accountant on staff don't have an accountant yeah. on staff anymore because it's all about, you know, listen, I'll show you how to use QuickBooks and yeah. I'll, I'll work with you remotely. and. I mean, yeah. every accountant I meet that's a small, you know, one or two person shop, even up to size, maybe 10 or 20 shop uh, size, it's all the same thing. It's like, uh, you know, we teach QuickBooks and we'll, you know. Yeah, yeah, certainly there's the consultancy comes into play too. I know there I mean, are that's some. that's not the only program out there. It's just one yeah. everybody seems to be familiar with on a small scale. So. Well, it's easy for smaller companies to yeah. use it, right? And you get, then you get some people who specialize in QuickBooks and they can take on, you know, three or four clients and do all their their accounting and finance, um, you know, at a, at, if it's a smaller level company, so certainly that's a, a viable option. Yeah, but every, everything comes down to spreadsheets. It yeah. just, it's always the same it does. thing. It does. It does. It was, uh, you know, I have, for your listeners, I have an accounting background. I spent six years working for uh, and Brands and Bristol Myers Squibb in accounting and audit. And I was shocked when I first started in the industry how much Excel was used. Um, I expected, to, you know, uh, a better system to do things and uh, it was kind of crazy to me that Excel was that relevant in the accounting world and it still is it's still everyone needs it well I have a, I have a real quick little story for that it just years ago there when Microsoft was just starting to get started just yeah. starting there's a software program called professional write file and plan and I understood that thing like the back of my hand yeah. and I ran my business with that and then came Windows. And Windows screwed up my business so badly because nobody knew what they were doing. And, and it, was, it was just, oh, we got Windows training, Windows training. Windows. No, just give me my spreadsheets, man. That's all I need. I can run the world on my spreadsheets. The point being, uh, quite literally within the last two months, my son and I sat back. We were evaluating a whole bunch of different programs that we use. We, now, you, you know, we, we, we do a lot of our own original programming yeah. and there's a lot of reasons for that, yada, yada, yada. But quite literally, we dumped ancillary programs. We dumped about eight ancillary programs. We looked at each other and said, they're nothing but spreadsheets and just yeah. fancy wrappers on a basic spreadsheet 
we're done with this adios bye no more monthly fees you're done you're dead to me like uh, kevin o'leary says and it's the greatest thing that's ever happened again minor some retooling but yeah i mean it's just you you got to know you got to know you got to know your accounting rules and regulations but you've got to know how to do a, a basic excel spreadsheet. yeah you do and excel is pretty you know every system can dump into excel and you can go through and do what you need to so okay so funny. when you were with the accounting uh, firm um they probably paid you a salary sure but that's not probably the case now but how's it how's it work now when you're in recruiting what how's it work in terms of in compensation term, how do you get okay. paid i'm just curious how do we get paid as recruiters yeah. okay so basically the structure is we get uh we have two sides of our business so we have the business development side uh where we go out and obtain clients uh you know i know i mentioned bloom and brands and bristol myers squibb were places i work so i'll just use one of those as an example let's say uh, we partner with Bloomin Brands and they have a staff account position open and they want to pay $50,000 for that position we will agree on a fee based on the first year annual the first year salary of, of that person so the $50,000 will be based on what our fee will be um, industry average is probably around 20% just to make the numbers easy so as soon as we find a candidate that you know our client likes and they want to hire they'll make an offer 50k the candidate accepts the candidate then has to be there 90 days uh, before we actually get paid so if the company decides to hire slow and fire fast as they say uh, you know the person doesn't make it 90 days agencies will generally have like a 30-day backfill window but um, to simplify it we get paid paid based on a fee um, for a person we place there so uh, it, it's really nice for companies to use us because it doesn't cost them anything unless they're hiring our candidates so it's really really a performance-based position that I'm in so I have, well, you to have skin well. in the game yeah, yeah absolutely and there's a lot of things that fall through yeah yep so um, you know we want to place people who are going to be there for a while so we can build you know reputation with our clients and and build that long-lasting relationship and and um, you know we get paid off off whatever you know they're willing to kind of to pay us for for people now have you ever had anybody like they used to use you and then they went on their own and did their own thing and then they came back in terms of what like leaving an agency and then coming back well or? like you know like uh, so I have the ABC yeah super duper uh, financial accounting and uh, forecasting firm and you yep. know we've had you guys for years but and eh, we're going to save some money so we dump you yeah and we're gonna hire you know Susie Q and she does it and like Susie's driving us nuts yep and we're coming back to you because it happened of you? course yeah yeah we've seen um, we've certainly seen some companies I, I wouldn't say in my case where maybe someone's left our firm and then come back to us but I've uh, talked to corporations who have used agencies uh, decided to get away from agencies hire their own in-house uh, HR teams and then reach back out to agencies again at some point just because either they're growing too fast and the HR team can't keep up or like I said before they need that extended uh, extended resource uh, on top of what they're doing so I have seen it uh, you know people are paying their own HR team and recruiters so it makes sense that they may want to try and stay away from agencies but at some point uh, it, it's still a good option to have and, and like I said before 
they only have to pay us if we perform and provide them the candidates that they're gonna they're gonna hire. So give me a couple of real quick things. We'll finish up. Number yep. one, what's an ideal employer? Somebody's listening. Sure. To us having a microphone over, or a speaker <laughs> over us. A couple of guys talk. I love these settings because you Some know good background music. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's uh, one of the things I like. I like is uh, for anyone who's listening is just it's. I feel podcasts are do, like you're there. You know, yeah. as opposed to the stage or in studio and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I don't like that. Or these phone interviews and all that. I don't like it. I like sitting down and actually getting, I got to call it sniffing dirt. I like getting face-to-face and talking with somebody. So yeah. I got a business. What kind of, what's the ideal business or businesses that you're looking for? Yeah, the ideal client for us is obviously anyone that's looking to hire accounting or finance professionals. Um, my favorite style client to work with is probably a company that's got 50 to 100 people looking to grow. Um and really wants to build a relationship with uh, someone they know that's going to provide them, you know, top local talent, someone that could come in and do more than just sit in an accounting role, someone who wants to grow. Um, but, you know, someone who, when they say they're going to hire, you know, that, that general window from the first interview to an offer is probably four to six weeks. So someone who's aggressively hiring uh, always helps. But, uh, you know, someone who kind of understands what we do. It's funny. I, you know, you can tell when HR teams have recruiting agency people in there and they or they don't. Um, the agency people already know what we do, so they're more uh, likely to use us than maybe some third person who thinks they can do it themselves better. So, But um, really, we can, can help any client that, that has hiring needs, uh, whether it be in accounting or finance or, or any other field. Um, do you have people in the firm that do different areas, or is it pretty much the firm-wide is pretty much accounting and finance? Our firm specifically, we can kind of work on whatever we want. But like I said, most of the positions we work with are in accounting and finance. Um, some other positions I've got experience with are in sales, um, HR hires, uh, IT. We've got a couple IT contract uh, people on with some of our clients. and. Uh, you know, marketing and, and pretty much anything you can think of. So let's mix it up. Now I want to. Yeah. I'm, I'm a. I'm a dude. I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want a job. What kind of dude do you want? Or do that? Do you want to uh, get a hold of you? Yeah, candidates. Uh, see, you use the word candidates. I'm using dude yes. and do that. So, <laughs> see, I'm more hip than you. Candidates. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so people who are. Those are people in for political office. We don't like them. So what kind of dude or do that do you want? People who are in the job market. Yeah. Um, Ideally, the ones our company will be able to help right away would probably be accounting or finance folks with MBAs or CPAs with a little bit of public accounting experience um, and a little bit of um, industry experience, which is is basically what we call um, people who work for larger companies or or non-public accounting firms. So. We can generally help them. Uh, if not, I always at least try and refer those people to managers or friends or somebody I know that, that can, can get them in touch with, with someone um, who may be able to directly help them with, within certain companies. So on the, uh, on the podcast, uh, for anyone listening on iTunes or Overcast or whatever your favorite player is, we're going to have all of Randy's contact information, but I always encourage you to go to Dots. D-O-T-S dot F-M, dots dot F-M. That's kind of cool. I don't care anybody says I like that. And um, 
we'll have your business card, we'll have a bunch of contact information, but while we're babbling here, listening to, uh, <laughs> I love this place, I just love this place. I'm gonna take, I might take a picture and put it up on the, uh, in fact I'll do that, I'll, put, I'll take a picture of this place and uh, so everybody can see where we're at. So anyways, how did you get a hold of you? How did they get a hold of me? Um, so you can reach me on my email address at rcalabrese, that's C-A-L-A-B-R-E-S-E. -E no at, Z. No Z. Oh. At boltongroup.com. Uh, you can also look me up on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on there all the time. So again, my name is Randy Calabrese. I'm with the Bolton Group. And uh, I look forward to connecting with anyone who wants to reach out. Sounds good. Well, we'll wrap it up and get out of here. We've got an event we're going to do this evening, and uh, I've already had. Listen, I for anyone in Tampa who's listening to this, uh, real quickly, we're sitting at Daily Eats on South Howard, and I had the Mexican omelet, and it was to die for. So I had a fruit, and I had a uh, I had a bagel, and uh, this place is really cool. We'll be back here a little bit. Okay, with that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, we're out of here. All rights reserved. Reproduction or use without written authorization prohibited without written authorization.